you have successfully managed to claw your way into the Casa Berenice Recordings Podcast, Episode 4. This podcast is our way to release multi-tracked recordings from house concerts that we host in our living room. We being Clay Chaplin and Heather Lockie, and including our Claude friends Xenotron, Fuzzy, Nemesis, and Fluff Nugget. Today's episode features an improvisation by Feeney Chaplin Sumner. It was recorded live at a Casa Berenice house concert on March 1, 2019. Stick around after the performance for an interview with Tim Feeney, Clay Chaplin, and Davey Sumner. And now, here's Feeney Chaplin Sumner performing on modified percussion, prepared piano, laptop, analog synth, and electronics.
I'm Tim Feeney. I'm Clay Chaplin. I'm Davey Sumner. We are an electroacoustic music trio called Feeney, Chaplin, Sumner. I remember Tim said, let's just drone the f*** out of this place, I think is the quote. Wasn't it that? that I think that's, let's, yeah. Let's quiet word drone. Word for word. Let's <laughs> quiet drone the f*** out of this place. That's pretty much what you did. There's something to be said for patience in this scene, I think. I don't know, like any of the sounds we're capable of making are really rich and really thick and really dense and, and busy and layered and wonderful and you can tunnel into the universe that any one of them make, which is fantastic and a wonderfully rich experience. And now trying to layer three of those personalities together, I don't know, that's tricky. Like at least for me, my, my tolerance for a lot of detailed change, like in a living room like that is relatively low, I found out over the years. So at least things I'm involved, involved with tend to work better by stretching them out and taking the time to figure out what any one event seems to be doing. And that usually takes me on the order of minutes before I'm ready to think about moving on. So I might be putting my thumb on the scale a little bit based on how I play, but this seems to be sympathetic enough that that, that, that worked brilliantly, at least for mm-hmm. what we're I doing. I could really hear all of you just listening. You know, I don't want to be imposing my own aesthetics on a new trio of people who I hope are my friends but are getting sick of hearing me say can we just drone the f- out of this thing already too but uh, damn it Tim oh, I'm fired already um, you know we do have to have a talk <laughs> notice it's not plugged in at the house show I was playing a number of small percussion instruments including tuning forks and ear bees which are a creation of Sarah Roberts it's uh, about the size of a Walkman and you hold it in your hand and you can record sound and play it back and it has a speaker built in it has a built in speaker it has one button and one knob so I was using some of those ear bees I think three or four and some electronic sounds and one synthesizer I used the ear bees in a couple different ways. I had a few sounds that I had pre-recorded that were sort of long, almost like field recordings. And I was also walking around before the show recording some short snippets um, outside the house and just around as people were mingling and coming in. And recorded some really super short samples of those and played them back in a way that they were really chopped up and you couldn't really tell where they came from. How do you find trying to improvise on a modular synth or on a synthesizer. Yeah, it's a little scarier than playing an acoustic instrument because unexpected things could happen. But for that same reason, I also really love doing it because unexpected things could happen and they could uncover some new possibility that you wouldn't always get to if you were more in control. Um, Yeah, it's something that I think about a lot and something that I think is, uh, I think more and more is coming into its own in improvised music. I'm not much of an electronic musician, and I'm interested in really simple setups that feel acoustic, the way drums and cymbals and bows and shakers and brushes and super balls feel um, in my other practices. I turn out to be a lot more interested in the part of the chain that's at the output rather than at the input. I only know how to do very simple things like like pure pitches and built from oscillators and filtering noise but if I use this little element called an exciter or a transducer I can route that audio signal through 
the coffee table or this beer can, or in the case of the set the other night through a piece of sheet metal sitting on a snare drum stand, if I send that metal a pitch that's above our threshold for hearing, like we'll hear the frequency in the room and that'll make something that could be musical pitch. Or if I send it something below our ability to hear as a note, then the metal will rattle in a way that I can't get it to do with my hands. When I flex that sheet by putting the metal under different amounts of tension, it will resonate at different frequencies in its spectrum with a stone or a bow or a brush or a marbles or something like that I can I can put stuff on this vibrating plate and now it feels like I don't know like a flat trumpet or trombone bell or something so there's something physically radiating into the room that feels natural and tactile to me in a way it's that like seems you're playing interesting. a U. Absolutely. Yep. Tim has been making a lot of gestures during this uh, segment that look like weightlifting. He's flexing and bending <laughs> yes. the piece of metal. His inner Arnold yeah. is coming out. Yeah, for our performance, I had a purely electroacoustic setup going on. At the beginning, I was simply dropping metal roofing nails into a small stainless steel mixing bowl. And uh, I used that to create a sort of percussive drone sound, uh, if there's such a thing. Later on, I used a transducer that was being fed um, different frequencies from Maximus P, which was a program running on my laptop. The transducer was placed inside the piano, and I set it on the lowest piano string to create these kind of like low, rumbly, piano-like textures. At the same time, there was a mic uh, inside the piano that was being fed back into the laptop for like real basic um, processing of those sounds. And I also uh, use the laptop to occasionally trigger like a field recording here and there uh, to fill in some spaces. Near the end of the set, I pulled the transducer out of the piano and placed it under uh, the same mixing bowl from the beginning with the roofing nails inside of it. And it created this sort of buzzing or almost sort of electrical transformer-like sound. Um, and I did my best Alvin Lucier impression by um, taking a plastic lid that would just filter oh, yeah. that sound that was really, a little really bit. Cool. And it was real so subtle, like filtery. So I kind of enjoyed doing that. And I mean, I just felt like we really gelled when we played that set. Being given the freedom in a way to almost do nothing at times, which is really awesome. Like, in a weird way, it's so liberating compared to other things I've done. Not to get all, like, I don't know. It wasn't like, hey, man, we were in tune with the Clay's universe. eyes are getting like, a little misty. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I was there, I was like, wow, that was so fun. We all do this to an extent. There are a set of tools or instruments or sound makers that make us us, right? Like, I've... I have grown a little setup that feels like me, and if I'm going to meet musicians I haven't worked with before, I'll bring this little bag of me mm -hmm. to the gig, and we will figure out what we're gonna make out of our respective <laughs> bags of us. <laughs> Clay and Davey wanna work together, and I know that they work a lot with electronics and amplification, and maybe I don't have to bring out this bag of me. I'm not invested in the way of projecting me into the environment, I can make a solution that's specific for us. And we all play slightly differently when we work with other artists. 
there are a couple of layers of this. If I'm sitting on the airplane next to someone who sees my road case and they're completely curious, I tell them I'm a percussionist. And then they ask me, what sort of music do I play? And I say, well, sort of strange improvised music. And they ask me what it sounds like. And then I start to mumble and I run out of conversation. I've never really done any of my own music that is commercially viable in any way. There's the part of me that like was an orchestra player 20 years ago that knew for a long time he could rely on playing bass drum and triangle for money if money was necessary at, at a given moment. But otherwise, if I take this out in the world, like I have one snare drum that I am scratching with things, or in the context of your house show, I have a, a sheet of sheet metal that's taking like one pitch that I'm flexing to make one ridiculous swooping sound and that's literally all that this thing can do like to try to make a careerist push out of these materials is just like it's, it's laughable I, don't, I mean I remember I remember in my early mid-20s especially getting started in this thread like I wanted to be something right like I want to play good venues and I want people to respect me and I want people to know my name and I will tour the world and everyone will know my music is amazing and I'll be famous and all of this is ridiculous for sorts of things that I, that I think are interesting. Right? Like really, there's nothing else here besides making things that you think are interesting with people that you love, right? You can find my stuff at DaveySumner.com Likewise, logically, TimFeeney.com And as you guessed, ClayChaplin.com I still hate all of you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Casa Berenice Recordings podcast. We would like to thank the musicians for performing and our lovely community here in Northeast LA for attending our concerts. For more information about our house concerts or our current release catalog, please visit our website, CasaBerenceRecordings.com. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> no, don't, don't be a